coming to you straight out of Anchorage, Alaska. It's the one and the only KI podcast starring me, Bianca. Let's get it on. Hello, everybody. I am back. It is me, Brave Knack, or Bianca, <laughs> and um, it is your KI podcast. Today is Veterans Day, so I wanted to come in and do a podcast. I miss you guys, and I miss doing podcasts. I miss doing all kinds of stuff, so I am slowly but surely working my way back onto social media because <clears throat> I've been taking some time off. I mean, one, and I felt like it was a perfect time to take a little bit of a break from social media because it's not often that you just go ahead and take a break. I think, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, um, sites like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, they really kind of warp your fucking mind. So if you've been on social media nonstop and you don't take a break, um, you're a little bit different than you would be normally. And I have taken the time to spend some time off social media and I've enjoyed myself. I spent more time with my family. I spent more time with my kids and I've been able to learn how to manage my social media time a little bit more effectively. I don't get all wrapped up into wars and, and, you know, stupid fights. And, you know, um, I'm really, I'm really feeling better <laughs> than I had felt for a while. Cause I mean, we had been going for pretty much years straight. Um, this is because of the Bernie bros and, and how all that happened after 2016 where they didn't not, not exactly go away. So it was constant bombardment, constant harassment, and we've kind of all gotten, had gotten used to constantly bombarded with negativity. And um, so we're always in a fighting stance, you know, and uh, after a while, when you're always having a fighting stance, but the enemy goes away, you end up fighting with your allies, your friends, the people closest to you. And I felt like, hey, maybe it's time for me to duck out of here because, you know, I was being a real big asshole. <laughs> time for me to duck out and go and spend some time off social media, some quiet time alone or something. Go reflect on my, my <laughs> disgusting little ways. And um, I, I feel like I'm better for it and I'm feeling good. And uh, all the animosity that I used to hold towards, I, I don't even know pe people I don't even know. Um, it's gone. Because I haven't been here, and and once you're gone for a while, you kind of forget the people that bothered you all the time. Because guess what, y'all? Twitter is not real. So that's the lesson that we need to learn. Twitter's not real. Twitter's not real. The stuff you see on Twitter is, uh, it's it's like magnified. It's it's um, you know, kind of corrosive. A little bit toxic. And if you get bogged down into it and you don't get out of it, some of it's going to get on you too. So I think everybody should keep that in mind and take breaks. You know, um, Facebook has changed their name to Meta. Meta, I guess they have, but there's some other companies that are named Meta. I don't know how that's going to work out, but they've named themselves Meta. And I don't see what exactly changed. Um, Twitter, I mean, Facebook is pretty much the same. I still don't go on there. I still don't find it interesting. Um, I will every once in a while use Messenger and that's about it. I don't really like Facebook. So, but they're in meta now and they're, they're, I guess they're trying to be the metaverse or, you know, they're, they're trying to rule the metaverse, I guess. Um, 
I'm not really into it. I've never really liked Zuckerberg very much. You know, I'd prefer to go on Reddit before I would sit around and hang out on Facebook. And Reddit, by the way, has been improving over the last, oh, let's say six months to a year. I go on there every once in a while because I like to, Reddit has uh, good videos. They're, they have good video content. A lot of times video content will show up in Reddit first. So I'm on Reddit looking around, looking around, and I find some of the funniest videos on there. So, you know, I have my little little Reddit account with no 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 friends, <laughs> and I go go on there, and um, it's a lot of good information on Reddit. It's just kind of a hard format, um, you know, the because the user user interface is not the best, um, so you know the user experience is not the best because of the interface. But if they can update the user uh, interface, then we would have a better um a better little social media platform there. So I'm hoping that Reddit is going to update that, you know, a couple more times soon because they've, they've been doing better than they had ever been doing. I, I, I used to hate Reddit and the idea of one on there, like just ugh, they're so disgusting. I'm not going on there. Now I'm like, Oh, I guess I'll go and look. And uh, so that's a change that I've seen from Reddit. Reddit's not as bad. Instagram. I don't even understand Instagram, so I can't even, make a judgment call on that snapchat neither i don't get it tiktok i i like tiktok but i don't post videos or in there or anything but i enjoy watching other people's videos so tiktok's an okay platform so social media has you know um they've taken some <laughs> they, they've taken some hits in the credibility game um facebook was trying to do a instagram for kids and i guess probably facebook for kids and uh, it, it just showed that it would get them addicted to it and cause a lot of problems, but they still were pushing for it. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, most sane people would say, oh, well, then you better not build a platform for, for kids. But knowing Zuckerberg, we're going to end up having it anyway. Um, there was a whistleblower at Facebook. That was fun. <laughs> um, so for days, we're here uh watching this 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 lady um tell all their business it was really really good to see um they them get whistleblown on and um so i'm just waiting for twitter to fucking uh, end up with one because you know they're trash <laughs> um facebook uh they're they're not really happy with the fact that um uh, haugen francis haugen um, had so much to say. She was a former data scientist at Facebook, and um, there were some problems. And this was last 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 month in October, um, <clears throat> and so it, it turned into be it turned out to be kind of a scandal. Um, she did provide a lot of details about the tech division. Um, she said Facebook harms children, so it was division. Um, it, it, it undermines our democracy. And um, this is all for them to get a lot of money. It's all about money. Um, she worked at Facebook for about two years. She had worked at Google. She had worked at Yelp. She had worked at Pinterest. And she says they their data handling was trash. Um, that is how the data got, you know, passed over in, uh, to Cambridge Analytica. You remember that. Um, so she's just telling them that the Facebook products are harmful. To kids they're harmful to democracy they're harmful to our society period 
And I like totally believe it because I don't like Facebook for a reason. Um, it's, I feel like it, 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 it makes people want to act worse, you know, in order to get attention, they got to be more bombastic. It, it, it really doesn't punish you for being outrageous and anti-vax. Well, they probably do now, but for a while there, they were just letting them, the, the right wing just post whatever they want. And I had noticed <clears throat> before this last election that Facebook had teamed up with um, some horrible little um, right wing media to do like fact checks. And I was like, wait, is this Tucker Carlson's rag? So how could you be saying you're neutral in any kind of way when you kind of skew towards the Republican Party? It, it was just weird. And if you like don't believe it, go ahead and look it up. <laughs> they were like totally doing it. Um, Hogan, she told the Congress that that growth was maximized. That was all that they worried about was maximizing the growth. And the there was the safeguards that were supposed to be in place or that they were supposed to be putting in place just didn't get put in place because it would har- have harmed their growth. And in order to, I guess, make astronomical fucking profits, they have to grow, 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 grow. Well, eventually they run out of people, you know? Now they're looking down at the kids like, hey, you need to come on Facebook. And uh, I'm not getting my kid. I'm not letting my kid have an account until she's grown. She can make her own account when she's grown. Other than that, no, you're not getting my kid. I didn't know. And Instagram either. So she, my daughter pretty much watches YouTube videos. I know what she's watching because she does it on my account. And that's pretty much it. You know, she watches YouTube videos. I think there's this little app she uses sometimes to make videos, but she doesn't post them publicly. Her account, she keeps it locked because she said a few years back, she's 11. So a few years back, (laughs) when she was like eight or nine, she decided that the social media was just filled with trolls and bullies and that she didn't want anybody that she didn't know seeing anything that she posted. And I told her that was a really good idea to keep everything locked up forever. (laughs) And she's done that. She does not, she's like, she's like, doesn't care if she has one follow, one friend on there. That, that's the only person that can see it. If, if that's who she's got, that's all she's got. She doesn't want the public to see her. And I, I understand and I agree. And um, I'm glad that, like, my child is smart and, you know, savvy. And she knows how to protect herself you know, emotionally, right? Um, mentally. Her mental her mental health is, is pretty good because she does protect herself and she does set boundaries for how much social media and, and bullshit that she lets into her, her mind, right? Um, we got to teach our kids that because they've been home through this whole pandemic and they, I mean, you, you, you're not watching your kid every second. You have things to do. A lot of us are working from home. A lot of us are at home offices. I know I have taken part of my, my room and I have had, had to like tape it off and set it aside just for me to be able to, you know, have a, a computer desk and, you know, stuff for my little office. So it's cramped in here, but, um, hopefully I'll move <laughs> and get, get more space. But until then, this is what, what it is. I had to turn over like pretty much half of my bedroom to uh, office and I'm in here. I'm not watching her every minute of the day. And now I can go on and see which, where she's been. Cause she's on, you know, she uses my account so I can see her history. Um, she's just not doing anything very interesting, but <laughs> I, I can, so I can do what I can to monitor her, but, uh, who's going to help me? 
Who's going to save me from these trolls? Who's going to save me from being all fucked up and, and, and distraught from being bullied on social media? Nobody. I have to save myself and never, de- <laughs> never depend on <clears throat> these social media companies to do a damn thing to help you if you are having problems. Now, there have been times where I've had, this is on Twitter, Jack, where I have had trolls take my profile picture, put it into another graphic with my phone number, my address, and sexualized messages. And they have posted this all over, over, and over, and over, and over. I mean, hundreds of times posting, posting, post. And I would report those, and they would come back as not a violation of the terms of service. And it's saying, come rape me, come this, come. And I mean, I was bawling eventually. You know, I wish I would have saved screenshots. I was so um, stressed out and crazy from from (laughs) just seeing that triggered, I guess you would call it, that I didn't even bother to screenshot it. I just was, oh, just just report, report, report. You know, there's a couple people out there that actually saw this happen in real time. (laughs) And they were like, oh my God, are you okay? You know, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I am okay. And you, it's okay not to be okay. You know, when you are getting bullied or harassed or stalked or whatever, it's okay not to be okay. So just, just keep that in mind. It can have an effect on your, your um, mental health, your emotional well-being, your life. Um, so if you never need, you ever need to take a step back, take a step back. You don't have anything to apologize for. It is up to you. And if you need self-care, do it. So that is just my little thing about social media because I have been having a a, a much better time of it <laughs> since I've limited myself. And uh, I just want to let everybody know where I've been and what I've been doing, which is nothing. I've been doing absolutely nothing. And it's been wonderful. Okay. I put my feet up and eat, eat, eat bagels. I... <laughs> I, I, sh- I wig shop so that I can have different hair colors. I have been just basically trying to get some business things together in an order and some things that I'm planning on doing next year, getting them lined up. And some of them I have to just kind of plan out. And hopefully I'll have something different. We'll have something to do. And I'll let you know. <laughs> um, today, it is Veterans Day, like I told you. And nothing too interesting happened over this last week except for Kyle Rittenhouse he well besides the excuse me the Biden infrastructure um, bill passing that was great then we have Kyle Rittenhouse he took himself up on the stand yesterday and he got to crying and cry oh my god oh (laughs) I didn't see one tear it was so pathetic. It was so weak. I was like, this guy is going to totally get off. It is hurting me. So I'm pretty hurt right now about Rittenhouse getting away with it. I'm hoping that he doesn't get away with it. That maybe we have a hung jury and we get a new judge because this judge, you know, I don't know whether he is the um, Grand Wizard of the KKK. I'm not going to say that he is, you know, but I've heard that. And I, I just, I, I don't really believe it. I think that maybe he is more of a KKK sympathizer than an actual KKK member. 
because um, you know people can sympathize with the KKK and be almost like the KKK without actually being the KKK. They don't have to be the KKK to be as bad as the KKK. You know, um, Dylan Stormroof, kind of just as bad as the KKK, if not worse. And I don't believe he was a member of the KKK. You know, he identified kind of with the neo-Nazi movement, and the neo-Nazi movement and the KKK are not actually the same thing, and they don't always mesh well together because the neo-Nazis look down on the KKK members <laughs> because the neo-Nazis read books, <laughs> which is really, it's, it's, it's a difference without a distinction, but <laughs> they, they, they have different kinds of culture. And I've met some neo-Nazis. I don't know why they like me. It's a weird thing about neo-Nazis. They always feel like they need a token, one token black person that they like. So they can say, if all the blacks were like this, I wouldn't be racist like that. But, um, it, it's that shit's not gonna fly because it's like you don't know how many are, are much better than me you haven't given them a chance <laughs> you just hate 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 so our country has gone to hell i don't know what the fuck is going on every time i turn around something slightly more racist is going on and black people for the most part have been taking it extremely fucking well um i'm talking we have been calm collected cool we've been keeping our eyes open keeping our mouth shut when we need to, open when we got to, and we are making it. I don't think white people, our white friends, our white liberal friends, realize how resilient we are and how we know instinctively what to do when the pendulum swings in a direction that is not ours. We know how to pick ourselves up, brush ourselves off, and fight for the next day, fight for the next uh, seat, fight for the next election. And that's what we're going to do. So we are ready for midterms. It's time. I'm going to start getting our map together. I'm going to start getting some charts out here, get our map together. And I'm going to give you some candidates that I would like to endorse and that I would like to discuss and whatever. Um, one of the things that I won't do this time is... I won't, I won't be supportive of any of the squad members. Um, they, all of them, well, not, let's see, Bowman, Presley, uh, I, um, Ilan Omar, uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, um, Rashida, all of them, I believe there, that was them, and then Bowman, they all voted against Biden's infrastructure bill. Now they have a myriad of reasons. And they posted some of those on social media and they got dragged around for them, <laughs> especially AOC, because she, I mean, she's just the silliest. And um, they are trying to explain why they voted against things that they like for the district, that their district wants. Um, Bowman was doing that himself and it did not go well. Um, he then tweeted this morning that he supports the infrastructure bill, yet he voted against it. And he says, well, we need both. Well, if we need both, honey. Why the hell did you vote against it? So this is the conundrum of the fucking far left, the left side, the the the, the all the way to the the seaside, is they have got themselves dug in on these positions, and they cannot change because if they change their position, change their mind, then they are a sellout. Now my timeline has been crawling with progressive whites to letting us know what we needed to do to win. Now, these are the same progressive whites that we tend to beat in every election. 
Um, yeah, they know everything about what we're supposed to do to win the next one. I'm not so certain they do. Um, I'm going to look at the numbers. I'm going to go, you know, I got time. You ain't, I'm not doing shit. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to build out our 50 state congressional, um, Dems who are supporting fucking, uh, a spreadsheet and I'll give you access to that. So you can take a look, you can copy it. You can plug your own people in there. You know, you can do whatever you want. Um, I'm going to get that, to get that out, uh, maybe this week. Maybe at the beginning of next week. <laughs> so that is what is going on. AOC is not doing so hot. MSNBC has lost their minds trying to defend and defend and defend. Because they're, they're trying to defend the indefensible right now. And some of my favorites have been doing it. And it's so embarrassing. And I wish they would stop. Hey, could you stop? Could you stop? Oh, that's sad. So they are weak. Um, CNN has seen a ratings nosedive. I've looked around the media lately and I'm like, wow, what we have left is a hodgepodge of, of veterans, veteran media veterans that have been around for many years in the punditry, punditry world. Um, they're getting older. They're set in their views. Uh, they're not willing to change their minds on anything really. And, uh, that kind of doesn't fly well with the younger, the younger set. I'm in the middle, right? You know, I'm middle age, right? <laughs> so we have the younger set. They're like, hey, let's, let's scream. Let's scream everything, you know? <laughs> let's scream at them. Ah, let's scream. And I'm like, like that's not really going to get us anything. They're like, oh, you don't want to try. You just don't care. Well, mm -mm. it's that I used to scream like that, but I don't have a voice anymore to scream anymore. So I have to like push for actual policy that I can't, that we can get through. I used to be far left to the left wall, hitting the left wall. I've moved a little bit away from that wall because of the the impractical nature of these current crop progressives has made me move back a little bit like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? So we have to kind of get, get to talking to the younger set. And I wish they would divorce Bernie out of their brains so that they can actually have, engage in conversation with us and actually maybe, you know, work with us for this for the same goals rather than just come out attack 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 that's not going to work okay they've been doing the same tactic for a number of years it did not get bernie elected and it's not going to get the next person elected nobody likes to be attacked if you're going to attack me in order to get your agenda you're not getting your fucking agenda if i have anything to do with it that's just how it is so we have this stew of bullshit going on and uh, I'm looking around the media. I'm like, where are all of us? Where are the, well, as I took a test yesterday, establishment liberals like like me. Huh? We're the stalwart uh, uh, Democrats. Where are these people? Why aren't they represented in the media? The media skews either far left or far right. There's not too much in the middle. Um, and the ones that try to be in the middle aren't really actually in the middle. They're not in the middle. They just say they're in the middle. A lot of times they are Republican or they're Democrats. And you can tell by their pop, their, their shows where they lay, where they lean. Uh, it's kind of hard being somebody who's not an extreme on either side. Cause I think both sides extremes are fucking, they're the same thing. So <laughs> what's the point of getting in bed with the far left when they're already in bed with the MAGAs, right? <sighs> Speaking of MAGAs, 
we have been having <laughs> sentences for January 6th. Do you remember that Jen lady? Um, <laughs> the one that she went there to go you know, see some guy who was cute guy, cute, cute, cute guy. And um, she didn't get with him. He got with somebody else while he was out there. And um, she was a little bit sad, but it's okay. She ended up getting like, what, 30 days in jail, some 60 days in jail. She's got to go to jail. She was out there saying, oh, I got, I got you know, blonde hair and white skin. I'm not going to jail. Well, she's in jail. She's going, I mean, well, she's going to jail. She's sentenced. And I think it's hilarious. We did have somebody get the highest sentence so far. Um, and it's, it's, it's okay. He is not so happy with it. Um, he thinks he's been, you know, just done dirty. Former MMA fighter Scott Fairlam. 41 months in prison for punching police officer during the riot. I don't know why he punched a police officer. He's a white guy. What did the police officer do to him? <laughs> nothing. Police officer did nothing to him. So three and a half years in prison is what they want to seek for him. And this is federal time. People, I don't know whether you guys realize that because you haven't been, a lot of you haven't been in prison or have somebody who's in prison, unless you're, and some of you are lawyers, so you already know this. And when you do when you do federal time, um, it's not the same as state time. In the feds, you do way more of your time. You do pretty much all your time. Mm-hmm. So they are, they're not going to like get out in like two days and then, um, <clears throat> and then they're back on the streets making fun and laughing and ha ha, nothing happened. Um, so that is what you need to, to know. It's not going to be just like a tiny portion of the time. You know what I mean? Do feds give probation? They can sentence them to probation. Sure, you know. Um, but once you, they, they have a, a precise calibration um, of sentencing, it's, it's, you know, depends upon a lot of different factors. So I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that we get some higher sentences for some of these people, you know, <clears throat> so, and they have to, they, and they just have to, to serve. They have to serve more, most of their time. So yeah. And it, it kind of sucks um, for when it's a federal drug case, because like a lot of times you're like, come on, how much, you know. How much time do you really need to um, give these people for selling drugs? It's it's crazy. I don't even understand. So yeah, you have to serve 85% of your sins if you are in federal prison. So I think these people are doing federal time. I don't think it's state time. So um, and I think most, um, most inmates serve an average of... 88% of their court and post sentences. So they won't just get in and walk out. There's not going to be a revol revolving door. Um, at least if they get, if he gets 41 months, he's going to have to serve quite a few months before he gets out. So I'm kind of okay with this. Okay. Scott Fairlam, a former MMA fighter and a gym owner. Now you're an MMA fighter. You're out here in the Capitol. You see a police officer. And what do you do? Yes, of course you punch him in the face immediately. That's what you do. Okay. That's awesome, right?
Okay. Um, they're saying that uh, they expect that Fairlamb's 41-month sentence would end up lower than others also facing charges for assaulting police that day. So uh, hopefully we're going to get some more sentences or some longer sentences. <clears throat> so that is what's been going on in the world of the MAGAs. Um, Trump, oh my God, Trump. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They're wanting a 51-month sentence for the uh, QAnon shaman. You, know, you remember the guy. He is just, like, been claiming all kinds of issues so that he can get out of this. I mean, I've never seen somebody that was had so many issues pop up. Like, <laughs> But that's the QAnon shaman. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, his, his acts were famous. He was up there just, you know, really, really getting attention. Um, they want time. They want time from him. He's going to serve some time. He did brandish that uh, spear-tipped flagpole, you know. And after the event, he wasn't remorseful. He was proud. So a lot of the, the a lot of the the sentences seem to, or the conviction seemed to hinge on how absolutely, you know, um, unsorry people were. <laughs> so that is what happened there. Don't punch a cop next time you go for an insurrection <laughs> so this morning joe biden did something and it got the magas so outraged that they don't even know how to how to how to handle it joe biden was given a little bit of a speech and he said something about how um the Negro League, great, you know, Satchel Page, you know, he tells the Satchel Page story all the time. They all got, oh my God, oh God, Biden called called him a Negro. Oh, this racism, the racism. Oh, now all the black people are looking like, what? It's called the Negro Leagues. That's what it's called. They weren't like, you know, super woke back then where they knew of the terminology that we would use now. Or that they would even think about, you know, oh, hey, let's think about what the people in 2021 are going to be upset about. They use that term. I think it was W.B. W.E.B. Dubois or Dubois or whatever. He was the one who put forth this idea of changing it from, I think it was colored to Negro. And then it ended up being African-American and black later on when his movement waned. So. It's not like Negro is something that was a, something that we didn't have any choice in. We just, the term fell out of favor as time went, went, went on. That is how things happen. Terminology changes. That doesn't mean that we can't discuss history. We shouldn't have a problem discussing history and using accurate terminology. We can't change the name of the league to being the African-American League because it was never called that. It was called the Negro Leagues. I don't understand what <laughs> exactly the right wing expects to get out of this, except for to get a whole bunch of white people um, riled up and say, oh, look at the racism, when they don't even really care about racism. You know? It's just, it's just awful. Um, there is a new bill that is hitting Congress today that is supposed to give World War II vets access to GI benefits. Um, I don't think it's going to pass because it never passes, but it's a good 
thing. They're going to give the descendants of the Black World War II veterans access to the GI Bill because their their ancestors didn't get to use it. Didn't get to use it because of institutional racism. Institutional racism is real. <laughs> it's not a myth. So um, it would be nice. It really would be nice if we could get that done. Um, I think that the white progressives have really lost their minds lately. So I, I guess they're probably not going to support it because, you know, they were all Black Lives Matter last time. Remember all of them? Everybody was ACAB, Black Lives Matter. Well, we have a certain group of white progressives that have decided that we're going to, they were, they are going to go back to being what they've always been, which um, is white populace. And they want everybody to shut up about racism. Now, I'm not going to tell you who said this stupid shit, but it was really disturbing. It pretty much had Twitter, political Twitter, tied up for a couple of days because two guys decided to go off. And when they went off, one of them specifically decided he was going to go off on K-Hive. K-Hive somehow is so horrible and so toxic and they were so mean to him. Um, I think that what happened is that K-Hive went and they showed him receipts and they asked him a lot of questions. And I've been told that we, we have attack questions and we ask mean questions and that we, you know, throw receipts down and, you know, like, like their weapons and, you know, how harsh that is and, you know, how cruel and, and, and violent we are for issuing receipts, um, <laughs> quickly and with accuracy. Now, I don't agree that we're all that bad. I did tell him that I was disappointed in his behavior and his uh, attempts to uplift, you know, white swing voters at the de to the detriment of black people. He knows what the group is. He knows we're women and minorities. Yeah, he wants to tweet out that awful, awful, awfulness about us. Honestly... There's a lot of people that have shown their whole entire ass in the last few years, and I am fucking glad for it. I needed to see that so that I would know who not to trust. Anybody that liked that tweet, I'm like, ooh, I'm going through, I'm looking, I am about to block them. Because I was hoping for it to get, you know, <laughs> done. And that, once everybody's done, you know, saying mean stuff on there, I can go there and I can go make sure to block everybody that was liking that shit um <clears throat> so yeah all day today i've been having to tell people that biden was not being racist by using the word negro leagues i mean the, the you know the, the, the name of this is actually the name of the leagues that black people were allowed to play and we had to have our own leagues so he's just telling the story and everybody oh, oh my god oh and it's just like you know what i got to say to this Leave Biden alone. Leave Joe Biden the fuck alone. Stop this bull ass shit. The media needs to get called the fuck out. Media. Y'all hire too many people. Because all you thought, I mean, you thought you were probably going to have another term of Trump. So you kept hiring people. Now you have all these extra staffers. They got nothing to do. But you guys are flush with money. Because, you know, people are giving it, giving it up, giving it up. So you can afford to keep them on. But, I mean... You have to justify it somehow by making the right trashy, stupid stories. Stop it. Okay? Just stop. The stories, the articles are getting worse and worse. Um, they can't actually say anything about 
Biden or Harris without looking for something nasty or something, some angle in there that is negative. That's what they do. People can talk all day about leftist motherfucking media. There is no such thing as left media. There's no such thing as democratic media. We don't really have very much. We have a few sites and that's it. The Republicans have a network of many blogs and sites and other things. And they're all kind of connected up in different ways with the, the owners of the site or the, the talent you know, uh, following each other, going on each other's shows, going to each other's podcasts. And it, it, it's easier for them to get a crowd riled up because they have more connection, better connection with each other than we do. And this is bad. You don't want to be behind on this shit because midterms are coming. So what we need is for the, for the left to step up their fucking game. I don't care who you are. If you just got a little blog, if you don't think you can write, if you think you're, whatever you think, just, if you can contribute something, write a diary at Daily Coast, write a blog post, do something. Hell, I'll start my blog back up and we can write blog posts all the time, but we need to start getting information out there that is not the, not the spin, not the media, not the Bernie bro spin, not the, the MAGA spin, but just the fucking facts. You know, can we just go play it down the middle, straight up facts? And that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, but I know other than that, just leave Joe, leave Joe Biden alone. All they do is attack this man. He's not doing anything wrong. He's trying to get keep, get this country going again. And they dog his step. Oh, your approval ratings. Oh, wow. Well, well, you know, the approval rating probably went down because you guys are constantly on air attacking him. But well, go ahead. Because they need him to be in trouble. They need him to have problems. Because that's how they sell papers. That's how they sell ad space. That's how they make money. And if Biden just gets to be a, a boring president that just sits in his office playing playing mini, mini, mini golf, then how's that going to help them? They need him to have some issues, some scandals, some something to justify all those damn journalists or reporters uh, working these cases. And being employed, actually, at their at their uh, organizations. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that I am tired of the Bernie Bros being able to twist everything that Democrats do and make it into a negative. And I'm tired of Republicans being able to do the same thing. So we have got to figure out something, something else. This is not working for me. Is it working for you? It's not working for me. Um... What else is going on in the world? FWD clerk. FWD clerk. I saw that because last apartheid president who freed Nelson Mandela, he is dead. He died at 85. Um, I don't really have anything to say. Great. I'm not a particular, I'm not a fan. Okay. I'm not a fan. Now, what problem I have right now is this whole critical race theory mess. I am so fucking tired. I am so fucking tired of this bullshit of critical race. Theory. This is not something that they teach your children. They're not teaching this in, ju in junior high school, in high school, in elementary school. They are not even teaching this in your undergrad. This is like an upper level course that it goes for. Like It's like, I think lawyers pretty much are the ones that take critical race theory because they are trying to apply figure out how to fix laws and how to apply laws, you know, in real time. This is how, 
this is, it's not what they're saying it is. What these people are getting upset about is not critical race theory. It's called American history. I know it sounds like it's the same thing. That's because America's history is filled with racism. But they don't want their kids to be able to know that. They want them to have this idealized version of America that doesn't exist. Um, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. But um, they're never going to get it. <laughs> uh, a lot of people like seem to think that all that has to happen is that the... Um, Republicans, they should just get, they just get mad. They're going to be able to take over every seat in the fucking house, every seat in the Senate, the whole fucking country. Well, I'm just looking at over at the fucking COVID deaths and I'm like, look at the rate they're dying compared to us. Hmm. I'm not sure about that because they t seem to have no problem with no mask, no problem with catching Corona. They think that all they have to do is take this ivermectin and they'll be fine. They're not fine. A friend of mine's mother died the other day. She was not vaccinated. He is not vaccinated. Luckily, we live states apart from each other. <laughs> so I'm nowhere near him. <laughs> and I can't catch his, uh, his germs. But his mother actually appears to have caught COVID while in the hospital. Um, she had tested negative for it when she got there, and she tested negative over, you know, the first week. And then she got sicker. And towards the end, she tested positive. And so just know that if you're in the hospital for anything, you can actually catch COVID in the hospital. It's not that hard. All you have to do is have one person slip up. So keep safe and think about it. Um we're having problems with the IRS. Has anybody not gotten their um, tax return yet? I have not gotten mine either. Oh, my God. So <laughs> Charles P. Reddick is the 49th commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service. He was appointed in 2018. Um, he's saying that the IRS budget has been decimated and they are not in, able to serve us well. Um they're not fully capable of efficiently using, I mean, using their, their, their resources because they don't have enough people. They have uh, less than, fewer than 15,000 people to handle 240 million calls. They cannot handle 240 million calls with 15,000 people. That means people don't always get their call answered. I have called and got answered, but it has taken so long that I... Usually just put the phone, <laughs> put the phone down, put my ear pods on and I, I'll find a book to read until they actually, um, get, get around in the queue to me. That's how bad it is. So they have limited resources, ever expanding responsibilities and their ability to, to enforce tax laws and even process things are, is at a, an all time really low level. Um, they're not able to audit people that they need to, the rich, richer people, um, at least 15% of taxes that are owed to the government every year are not collected. Now, most or well, many wealthy taxpayers pay what they owe. 
then you have some that refuse. They will try to fight it. They will try to do every trick in the book. That is why we are not getting. So you can raise the taxes up however you want to. But if you don't have people inside the IRS working, you don't have enough staffers. It doesn't matter how much money that there is. It really doesn't. You need the staff. Now, we had some changes to the tax law. We had a child tax credit. All these things happen. And they are backlogged. They're, in a, they're not processing um, returns fast enough. They're just not doing it. They need sufficient resources to be able to appropriately serve the community. We need something done about this. So think about it. <laughs> this is really, there's lots to think about today, but it is really bad out there. Now I'm owed, you know, I'm owed oogles and boogles of money from the IRS. <laughs> the IRS owes me lots of money and they are going to give it to me one day, one day. Um, I even talked to somebody and she said, I'm very sorry. We are going to get to that at some point. I am very sorry. I said, okay. So she did not want to <laughs> say, hey, I'm, we're definitely going to get that <laughs> soon. She just let me know that it'll happen at some point, which is kind of, ugh. It, it, it's hard not knowing when something's going to come in. Thank God I'm not doing terribly bad. So I'm able to make it. But God, what if I was doing really, really bad? It would be so fucking hard. And I don't like that. So we are starting, um, restarting, reforming our support group, um, standing together against Bernie Bros. Because they are, you know, every once in a while they keep coming out and swarming us. And they're mean to us. And we don't got to take that. So we're going to stand together and not let Bernie Bros. yell at us and make us feel bad. <laughs> so, um this is what I mean about the toxicity of social media and how social media changes how your brain works. These people have all decided they are Bernie. It's Bernie for life. So whenever they see KI member, they feel like attacking. This is all they can do. Aha! They just want to attack. <laughs> so I don't, I don't necessarily love that. <laughs> I get attacked quite a bit. But like I said before, remember I said that we have had issues and that I am not going to be sitting here on Twitter all day anymore. I am so glad that I have stopped Bernie bros. I thought for some reason that they would go away after Bernie Sanders lost because he lost, right? Fuck no, they're still here. <laughs> they're never going away. Um, There's a weird story. Did you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has a son who stabbed his neighbor. Dude, oh my God, dude, dude, dude. He stabbed his neighbor. He just got sentenced to 180 days in jail. I'm like, wow, that doesn't seem like very much for stabbing somebody. It really doesn't. So he's a 29-year-old and he was facing maximum of nine years and he got six months, basically. It's so crazy. Now, because the reason I say it's so crazy, he's black. <laughs> How is a black guy getting out on the, I don't know. I guess it's the money. Um, so yeah, we are, I'm back. I'm going to be doing podcasts as much as I want to. Um, I'm going to be telling you what's going on in politics. I'm going to get that, that, that spreadsheet out and I'm going to look at these candidates. And I'm going to 
get to know them or mind control, go follow them on Twitter and, you know, maybe bug them like, Hey, and maybe we'll get, we'll get somebody on here to work the campaign season with me. And we will interview some of these Bernie bros. I mean, not Bernie bros, some of these candidates. We should interview some Bernie bros. Like, hi, Bernie bros. Why are you still thinking Bernie's going to uh, win the presidency? And we'll hear them say, oh, you know, well, we haven't counted all the uh, the delegates in, uh, <laughs> we didn't count the delegates right in, in, in Iowa. So we need to go back and recount or we need to redo Iowa or we need to redo Hampshire or oh, South Carolina looked like it was rigged. So like, I know how Bernie bros are. <laughs> I would love to interview one, but not really. Because one of them tried to get onto the podcast with me. Oh my God. He called me. You know, this guy was just such, so hysterical and angry that he ended up just hanging up on me because, like, I wasn't saying what he wanted to hear. Like, I, I never met such an entitled person in my life, and I hope I never do again. Such a baby. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't believe I said that. Interview Burning Bros. <laughs> no, we'll interview candidates. Let's see if we can interview candidates. So we'll get somebody on the show so that we can go have a little bit of a back and forth and uh, find out what these candidates are all about. And these are just the candidates that have filed to run so far. We'll see what we can get, right? We need to work on next time, next, uh, work on next year, work on the, um, the campaigns. We need to do what we can. You know, a lot of us are still kind of half quarantining and that's good because that means fewer people out there exposing each other to, you know, germs and shit. So we might have to do a little bit of it online like we did last time, but Hey, we've done it before. I've done it before. We can do this. We can get this done. We can get some candidates, some attention, and we can work together um, because that's what we need to do. And show, I guess we can show the justice dims that, you know, it's okay to work within the party and work with people from the party rather than, ah, uh, I got to take over the party because they're not doing what I want and blah, blah, blah. Uh, what the Bernie bros don't seem to realize is that they are not the majority of the party. They have never been the majority of the party. And they never will be the majority of the party. Now, <clears throat> black women, we're not the majority of the party either. But for what it is, <laughs> we are, we're, we're guaranteed votes. We show up and we vote for Democrats. If we're going there, we're voting for Democrats. We're not going to do some horrible shit where we, uh, oh, I don't like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like what this one Democrat did. So I'm voting against the whole party Arrgh. or I didn't get my way and Bernie didn't win. So we're going to vote uh, for the GOP Arrgh. like, we don't like, let's not do this. Okay. Um, so these progressive lefts, um, they're the only majority white, non-Hispanic democratic oriented political typology group. Remember that. This is the only group that is predominantly white and non-Hispanic. Every other group has such diversity that white people are not the majority. Now, they may be, you know, they may have more white people than anybody else. But when you get everybody else together, you know, it evens out. So with these ones, it is majority white. Just like you go to a DSA meeting or if you've seen one on Twitter or something, um, uh, they, it's white. It's the whitest thing you've ever seen. They'll, now they'll sometimes have some token blacks hanging around, but I, I don't, I rarely see black people as leadership in that kind of a movement. They are token leaders and it's kind of ugly. 
So, uh-huh. you can like the show. Go ahead and give it a like. You can comment. And um, I'm going to be trying to pump more shows out because we are in election season, regardless of what you think. I know you guys are going to wait till January to even get started, but no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm starting right now. Right now is when campaign season starts for 2022. So I'm getting ready. Getting, I'm going to get my Chantel uh, <laughs> Brown uh, fundraising fundraiser set up and all my little stuff for everybody, for Warnock. And we're going to see who we find new faces, old faces, um, not Dr. Oz. <laughs> He's going to be a Republican. We are going to have to fucking kick some ass to win. So let's do that. Let's get our ass kicking boots on. Let's get up. Let's get ready. Let's brush ourselves off. I don't really feel like we won. We lost that bad. It was less bad than every other uh, time when <laughs> the Democrats took over from Republicans. I mean, that first midterms, we get a drubbing. This time it wasn't quite as bad. So Biden getting all this flack is just bullshit. Uh, I do not like it. So I love you guys and I will see, well, you will hear from me. I will be posting more podcasts. All right. Um, lots and lots and lots of them. <laughs> so I will talk to you guys later. Like the show. You can comment. You can donate to the show. Just, you know, do whatever you want to do. Love you guys. has been the brave and black podcast you can donate to the show at superbrave81 on venmo at paypal me well dot me slash bravenac on um paypal or you can donate donate it to um, i think it's, it's dollar sign bravenac on cash app or you could just use the anchor site we are moving the show we are leaving alaska we're going to texas first So we're going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, hopefully by the end of the summer. And I will see you guys when I get there. Save me a plate. Love y'all.